Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. I want to talk to you today out of a pastor's heart and out of the scriptures. I've been studying for many, many weeks on the power of affirmation. Affirmation being transfer of encouragement, value, esteem, honor, flowing out of love. Our God is the master affirmer. I've told you repeatedly how the very first thing he did when he created man and woman was he looked them square in the eye and he pronounced his blessing on them told them he adored them. We went through scriptures. We talked about people like Moses and David and Gideon, Simon Peter et al., whose lives were turned around by the power of affirmation that our God is an affirming God, but he does it through the vehicle of his children, his people, you. That affirmation, that value, that honor, that love and esteem and encouragement is something that we all need to receive. We need to receive by the Holy Spirit. We went into the Holy Scriptures and saw how God said he sees us as holy and righteous and blameless and beloved and supernaturally empowered we have to get our affirmation from Him. But today I want to go to a different part of God's heart. And I want to talk about something else that God is into, and that's called endorsement. Are you listening to me? God affirms countless more times than He endorses. Our God is incurably affirming. His grace that flows out of His love is empowering and encouraging and loving and healing, but He doesn't endorse nearly as much as He affirms. Can I ask you a question today? Is God your Creator, Jesus your Redeemer, has he endorsed you? Pastor, what <clears throat> is endorsement? It means, would God be willing to go on record to recommend you, to say he believed in you, that he supported you? Would he put his name behind you? Would he gather all of his influence and say about you, I am well pleased. You're going to have, you've got affirmation and it is unconditional. Do you have endorsement? God doesn't endorse nearly as often as He affirms. 
There are some examples of God's endorsement in Scripture. God was having a conversation with Satan. Can you believe that? In the first chapter of the book of Job, God and Satan were having a conversation. And God said to Satan, Have you considered my man, my servant Job? And Here's what God said about him. There is no one like him in all the earth. What an endorsement. Did God know that Job was going to have some weak moments in his suffering? Yes or no? Did God know that Job was going to be tempted to throw the towel in? Did he know that? But did God also know that his man Job would say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. His own wife rose up and said, why don't you curse God and die? God endorsed Job, and after everything that he lost, the Bible says in the last chapter of the book of Job, that God restored Job double everything that he had lost. And that was a lot. Do you know that the Bible says that Job was the richest man in the face of the earth? You think some names around the United States, the Bill Gates et al., or you have no idea the wealth of this man. He was the richest man in all the earth and lost it all. God restored him double. God said through the, the prophet Samuel, God said to the prophet Samuel, after God had said, Saul is not going to make it long term as king, he said this, I have found David to be a faithful servant. Faithful servant. Faithful sir. Pastor, what had David done? David had been out in remote places tending sheep. Rising up by the Spirit of God and slaying lions and bears when they came against his property. God said, I have found him to be, listen, a man after my own heart what would God say about you today would God say about you his daughter his son that is a woman a man after my own heart would God endorse you today his affirmation is unconditional and unrelenting but would he endorse you would he say you can trust her You can trust Him. This is my loyal and faithful servant. It amazes me how when Jesus at His baptism, the Spirit of the Lord, God Almighty spoke from heaven on that occasion, and He said, Thou art my beloved Son. I am absolutely in love with you. 
Thou art my beloved Son. And the Spirit of God descended on him like a dove. That was affirmation. But did you know what happened at the transfiguration? Peter, James, and John were standing around and saw Elijah and Moses appear and began to converse with the Lord Jesus. And Peter thought he ought to say something. And he said, it's good to be here. And God interrupted that conversation and said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. God spoke publicly into the earth and said, this is my son. Listen to him. Endorsement. Affirmation is given to you as your inheritance as a child, a child of God, bought by the blood of Jesus. It's given as a gift of grace. But endorsement is earned through obedience and faithfulness and track record. You have right now, ongoing, immediately and perpetually, the affirmation of God. He loves you. He says the same thing about you every day, whether you're sinning or not, that He's absolutely in love with you, believes in you. You're holy and righteous and blameless in His eyes. But his endorsement comes after a season of track record. Faithful obedience. Would God endorse you today? Remember that even Jesus, before he had this endorsement, even Jesus spent 30 years in obscurity working in his dad's carpenter shop doing menial tasks. Some of you are frustrated today because you don't think that you're ever going to get to that place where you have the, the, the promotion and the endorsement of God, but you hadn't been in the carpenter shop long enough. Where it's remote, where it's obscure, but let me tell you something, just like his own son, God is working on something with you. This is not a waste. This time that you're in, this frustration, this carpenter shop, if you will, is preparation for a promotion, an endorsement that is going to change your life. It can't happen without the carpenter shop. The time of waiting. And serving. Doing menial duties. The book of Philippians says that God highly exalted Jesus. Why? Because he humbled himself and became a servant, becoming obedient even to the point of death. The endorsement came as a result of obedience and service and longevity, and faithfulness. Jesus himself endorsed very few. 
On one occasion we found out in Mark chapter 8 that a servant, a, a, a centurion, that is someone who was over a hundred soldiers in the Roman army, came to Jesus and said, would you heal my servant? Jesus said, I'll come to your house. I'll heal him. He said, I'm, I'm not worthy for you to do that. You just say the word and my servant will be healed. And what did Jesus say? He made sure all the apostles, the disciples were listening and he said, I have not found a faith like this anywhere among our people. God is looking for those you would least suspect and he will endorse those who just believe the word. You see that Peter was not a candidate in the natural. But when there was all kind of conflicting opinions about Jesus, who he was and what he was all about, Jesus said, who do men say that I am? And they gave all these opinions. And he said, but who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the anointed one, the son of the living God. What did Jesus say? Blessed are you, Simon, son of John. Listen, flesh and blood didn't disclose that to you. You got that revelation from my Father in heaven. Now listen, he's about to get an endorsement. And I say to you, you are no longer Simon, you are rock. You are Peter, you are Petros, and on the rock of the revelation of I am the anointed one, I will build my church. Is that an endorsement or what? Hey, did Peter have everything right? Did he royally mess up? Yes or no? How did he get, an How did he get the endorsement of the Lord? He heard revelation from God and he was willing to speak and stand on that revelation regardless of popular opinion. How about you? Do you just blend in with popular opinion? Or do you have a confession about your father that you're unwilling to relent about? Faith Revelation, you know, most of us want to know the newest and latest from all different things, but most of us don't take the time or expend the energy to hear anything from God. Endorsement. Paul needed endorsement. Do you know that right after he was saved, he was on fire? And I mean, he went around, and listen to me now. Are y'all listening to me as a church? This is important these next few minutes. Are you listening? Because your identity uh, as a church, our identity as a church is going to be tied up in the next few minutes. I want you to listen very carefully so you'll get it. He started evangelizing, and he had some success. 
But a few years later, years later, we find out in Acts 13 that the Bible says that a group of prophets and teachers gathered together among them were Saul, Paul, and Barnabas, and three others. So there were five. In the church of Antioch, along with elders and gifted men. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit said, Separate me from... They continued in prayer and fasting, and he said, Separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work that I have assigned them to do. And then the Bible says that the church, the elders, the gifted people in that church, the church laid hands on them and prayed and sent them out. And they started shaking the Roman Empire. He had some success just operating out there as a free spirit. But when he came to the church, when he came to other people, elders and, and, and anointed and, and gifted men, and under the covering of prayer by the church at Antioch, he began to shake the kingdom. God doesn't have independent agents. He works through a family. He works through a covering. He works through an endorsement. The laying on of hands by the church is an endorsement. It is saying, we believe in him. We believe in her. We, they have our name to go out there. They have our authority. They have our prayers. They have the anointing of the Spirit. They have our backing. We believe in them. You can trust them. Wait on the endorsement. In chapter 15, Paul went up to Jerusalem after 17 years after his conversion. We find that in Galatians 1. 17 years. And this time was not like the last time. The last time didn't go so good. You know why? The church was not ready to endorse because there wasn't a long enough track record. How about that? But this time, the pastor of the church at Jerusalem, James the Apostle, And all the apostles gathered in Jerusalem. And this time they laid hands on Paul. He received the endorsement of the church of Jerusalem. And the world has never been the same. There are no independent agents in the body of Christ. Can I tell you all something? As a young man, I tried to be an independent agent. I was a miserable failure. 
flop. But by the grace of God, he taught me the value of covering, of endorsement. And things change. It's a spiritual dynamic that has tangible effects. Can I ask you something? Do you have God's endorsement today? Do you? Well, are y'all understanding the difference between affirmation and endorsement? I could go on and on and on and on, but do you know that most every one of these people here today have had 15 to 20 years of faithful track record by me? I want everybody to succeed in their assignment. I want everybody to succeed. I just want to make certain that we do it through the right channels so that the chances of success are greater. Let's all stand. One question. I see many of you here, Wayne. Kathy, Ted, Rainey, Jim, Stephen, Mike Tribble, Pat. I see many of you here, David Harris, Ross Mason, Squealing, who are responsible for running your own business. Let me ask you a question. If you had worked and served and worked and served and worked and served and you had built your business to a high level like many people in this room. I want you to think for just a minute about your most faithful client, your most faithful client or customer you've ever had. Would you call your most faithful customer you've ever had and tell them that you're going to send them somebody who's been in your business one month and that they can trust them like they could trust you. You know the answer to that real fast, don't you? Endorsement comes through track record. Let's all ask the Lord right now, God, by your grace, help me to finish well. Help me to be faithful. Give me the grace to establish the longevity, the faithfulness, so that on that day, you will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Father, I ask you that your blessing, your grace, 
your enabling power would teach us and discipline us to faithfully take the next right step. I thank you for the faithfulness, the track record, the maturity of this body of believers. Father, we all make mistakes. We all stumble. We all temporarily go down the wrong path. But thank you that you have brought us back on the highway that leads to your endorsement. May we pursue the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, Lord, by forgetting those things that lie behind and pressing forward to those things that lie ahead. May we press on for, the, for that prize of your endorsement. May, Lord, may we humble ourselves under your mighty hand, recognizing that at the right time you will promote, that you will lift us up the right time. And in the meantime, may we cast all our cares over on you, knowing that you care for us precious and mighty name of Jesus and all the people said Amen, we'll see you next Sunday You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com